Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Monday here on the show. You know what that means? We've got a lot to talk about here today. Tonight, Monday Night Raw. See how much Vince rips up today. He ripped up a little bit, apparently, on the SmackDown show on Friday. But the show largely went off as planned. And, in fact, it was uh, miles, miles better than Monday Night Raw. Can only hope that maybe Raw was an aberration. I won't hold my breath. We'll find out more tonight. But, in fact, we have got uh, the NXT lineup for tomorrow as well. We've got five segments announced for that show. And we've got a lot of news from the weekend. What do we have this weekend? Rampage. Smackdown. The uh, Battle of the Belts show, Battle of the Belts 6, New Japan, Sakura Genesis, with, in fact, a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion in the form of Sonata. And so we can uh, talk about all of those shows, lots of review there. Plus, we've got Nick Wayne. We have a debut date for Nick Wayne in AEW and a first opponent. Although, as Swerve noted on Twitter, it will not be a championship match. The Defy title will not be on the line. But they'll be having a match coming up for AW Dynamite, July 12th. Will Ospreay wants to wrestle on the Wembley show, All In. I'll tell you what he has to say about that. Kenny Omega is going to be doing, well, he's going to be facing the winner of an upcoming number one contenders tournament. Logan Paul is back under contract with WWE. Why do I laugh? Well, I laugh because ESPN states he has signed a multi-year deal, which is funny because the last deal he signed was allegedly a multi-year deal, and it expired in a year. So I don't know what to make of any of this. But we got a lot to get into today, so stick around. Mike Sempervivi joins us after the break. Wrestling Observer Live.
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. What's that face for over there, Mike? God, look at you. Look at your face. Happy Easter to you, too. Happy Easter. I just started talking and you just sort of like, you started talking so it's usually my yeah, reaction yeah you know what's what do you think my job is my job is to talk brah yeah i know so i, gotta, I know so you do a lot of talking talk today. i'll see you in eight minutes and 35 seconds i just finished an hour-long podcast so i've been talking for an hour already With now you. i gotta do this show you'll see 
Then I got to do the Lance show coming up an hour out. Then I got to do a Dave show later on. Thank God Wait. I want to talk a lot during that show. Why do you have to do a Lance show? What do you mean? It's Monday. Oh, no, it's Tom. Tom's yeah. today. Yeah, remember your old partner? I do remember my old, my old partner. Yeah. We talking about uh, New Japan. It's Kura Genesis. I'd like to talk about that. Tom, Man- Tom mentioned on that show. And then uh, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I, love- I just scared the heck out of Lance, apparently. Why? I guess he thought oh. the show was today. <laughs> anyway, we got a lot to get into. Raw is tonight. I don't know what's on the show. I looked for a lineup. Couldn't find it. Eh. Does anybody know? What's on Raw, Twitch homies? To think that people pay for this program here. Well, you know what? I can tell you one thing. This is a free over-the-air program, right? I can tell you one thing, and that is that NXT tomorrow has a number of big matches. Oh, yeah? We got a four-way to determine the number one contender to Carmelo Hayes' NXT title with Dragon Lee, J.D. McDonough, and two mystery names. Hmm. Who could those two people be? We have Alba Fire and Isla Dawn against Fallon Henley and Kiana James for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. Which reminds me, by the way, I figured out, I think, why I like that uh, Kiana James so much. Oh, yeah? Why is that? I got married at the Kiana Lodge. Did you know that? I did Bet not did. know that. Yeah. No. Ilya Dragunov. Versus Von Wagner, where if Von Wagner loses, Mr. Stone will walk away. Oh, no. Just lay Chase down, you. Von, lay down. Yep, Chase U MVP ceremony for Duke Hudson. And uh, Cora Jade appearance. I got a prediction for this Dragunov-Von Wagner match. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think what's going to happen is that, uh, is that Von Wagner is going to win with help from somebody else who is going to replace Mr. Stone as his manager. So Von Wagner is going to get a new manager or uh, maybe a partner or something, and he's going to beat Elia, but still they're going to destroy Mr. Stone afterwards. So we'll I get, like we'll, that idea. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen here. Yeah. No yeah. offense to Mr. Stone, old Robbie E. there, but uh, – he has lasted a lot longer than I, I really thought he was going to. So God bless him, and Godspeed. Maybe he picks up a new a new client or something like that, but I'm all for Von Wagner getting away from him. Bloke's a talented guy, but uh, they ain't yes. doing much with him. They even, now they even talk about it in storyline. They're like, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know anything about you, Von. Just that you're tall and you, you grunt or something like that. That's what he said. And that was enough for, you know, him to get his name on the dotted line for him to, you know, be his client. I mean, what exactly then, what does that say if you're Von Wagner about the guy who's representing you? I mean, come on. Didn't you make any effort to know what kind of person you're representing? This is why Stokely Hathaway, with other whatever name he was in WWE, far better manager in NXT than Robert Stone was. You know, it's funny, everyone here angry, I'm talking about the NXT lineup. I asked you guys what the Raw lineup was, and I don't see one person here telling me what the Raw lineup is. So if you want me to talk about something other than that... Oh, here we go. Thanks oh, to B.C. Knight. Mm. He says, allegedly, it is Bianca versus EO, Judgment Day versus LDF. Oh, Legato Del Fantasma. Aye. The women's tag title match, which is Raquel and Liv challenging 
for the titles against Becky and Lita. Cody will challenge Brock. I don't remember that. I just remember Cody saying he was going to talk about his future. And The Miz and Matt Riddle. And then it says here, Sami Zayn and Solo. Is that right? Sami Zayn and Solo has been added? Hmm. hmm. Let's see what happens. It's a pretty good oh. card, though, honestly. Well, that's a bit, it actually, if it actually... Well, that's uh, true. Without rewrites and such. out. Yeah, Vince, uh, Vince was not at SmackDown in Portland. He ain't going to that town. But he did uh, rewrite portions of the show, but not a lot. And uh, if you watch the SmackDown show, it was uh, it was miles, miles better than Raw. And, of course, he was at Raw because it was the Raw after WrestleMania. And so I don't want to, uh, I don't want to be that guy, but I, I should at least... You know, some people don't like any sort of positivity or, or potential positive thinking at all, but I, I like to think about what could happen. And, you know, if, if Triple H, and I'm skeptical to even say this, but I may as well. If Triple H is going to be writing this show every week, because he has in the last eight months, and Vince is going to, you know, Skype in or whatever and, uh, you know, ax this, ax that, but in general, it's largely the same show. You know, I'm I'm not happy that Vince is back, but I will accept that. I don't need Vince ripping up the entire show and screwing everything up like, you know, he has done in the past. But um you know, if he's if he, listen, I don't trust Vince as far as I could throw him. I don't even know what that old saying means, but that's how little I trust him. But he did say that he would not be in the weeds, whatever that means. And, of course, the last time he said that, it was a lie. He said that Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman were going to be writing the show and he wasn't going to be in the weeds. And, meanwhile, Bischoff sat in catering the entire time, and I'm sure Paul was just madly frustrated. Vince just did all of his usual stuff. So we'll see what happens this time around because Triple H, you know, is, is I mean, he's actually, that's his role. You know, that's his, his, his contracted role. You know, when they send out, oh, Paul Levesque is the, you know, someone in charge of whatever. I forget the exact title they've given him, but that's his job. So, you know, I'd be okay if he actually did that job. And then Vince, you know, came out of the weeds and changed a thing or two and then went back into the weeds again. Let's see what happens tonight. I just need to keep uh, Triple H upright, you know, keep him healthy, keep him in position. Because if he decides to go on an extended vacation or something happens... Then what? Now with Vince back in the picture, is it him and Bruce and the old cronies by committee? Or do we go with Adam Pierce and then some of the people that have been acting as agents, you know? And I don't want to say, look, let's just go, you Jason Jordans. And I'm not sure who else is doing the agenting right now, but do you, at some point, you know, do we have a backup plan? Who is that backup plan? Is it only Vince or is there somebody else? Are there actual new eyes that could possibly descend on this product who's not related to a McMahon? You know, we'll see. But it, it's very interesting here going forward because this is the back end for Vince at some point. You know, even though he's here, even though he's going to linger possibly forever, I mean, it's not going to be forever. And Triple H also isn't going to be forever. It is interesting to see what this company could do as it goes along here in Endeavor because it's a lot different than it was before if there's no Stephanie, if there's no other McMahon or McMahon, you know, acolyte involved. Well, you know, I I, uh, always think about Tony Khan 
and how when he was in junior high and high school, he was just busy writing wrestling storylines all the time. And he ended up getting AEW, and he had no booking, like legitimate with a company booking experience. And, you know, whatever you want to say about Tony's booking, I mean, he's done it. And, you know, he's won Booker of the Year a few times. And, you know, Triple H, when he took over NXT, what booking experience did he have other than being there in the room when Vince did all of his, his wild things? So I'm not saying that's it's a, that's easy. That's a lot of experience, though. I mean, that, well, there's sure. a lot to be able to be yeah, but you know what? from that, that situation. It is, it is, but he booked totally different from Vince when he ran NXT. F- totally true. different. Absolutely. And the, the fact is that I, I'm not saying the job is easy. But I'm also not. I'm also saying it's not a job where like there's eight people on earth that could do it. Yeah, but there's a hundred people on your back in a corporate weird environment like that too. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. 
days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Nick Wayne won the Defy title this weekend. He'll be making his AEW debut on the July 12th. AEW Dynamite. It's a couple of days. The first Dynamite. After his 18th birthday, it will be in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. And he'll be facing Swerve Strickland. Swerve has stated he wants his rematch, although he's made it clear it is not for the title, the Defy title. So, uh, holy smokes. Talking about right out of the gate. What a summer vacation this kid's going to have. Straight to work for AEW. Good for you. Do you have your passport in order? I have my passport in order, but I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to make it to that show. Oh, come on. When is but, this uh, kid going to – it ain't going to happen for You don't the, think I'm going to see Nick Wayne again. if I don't go to this show? Are you kidding you, me? You're not going to see Nick Wayne debut for AEW against Swerve Strickland in Saskatoon. For I very, saw very Nick Wayne's time. debut in the ring when he was five. You I saw his debut at the hospital, didn't you, when little you were there? diaper buttocks into the ring. <laughs> How many times that kid beat me in that ball pit? Oh, man, fantastic genetics with that kid and a fantastic support system around him. And, you know, Swerve Strickland is a real bastard. If anybody knows the history between Swerve and, and Nick Wayne. So, you know, I'm hoping for Nick Wayne's sake he has learned from that and does not get laid out and slaughtered like the last time there with Swerve, you know, when he was, which just had his head there held. Okay, he wins the title from him, but now what happens? He's going to be pissed, Nick. Be careful. You'll need more than Brian Alvarez there. Maybe get filthy. Hey, it's Saskatoon. Maybe Brock could be there to watch his back. Well, how about Lance? He's a Saskatchewan. He's a cowboy now. And he, where is Brock uh, living? Is it in Saskatoon? I'm sure he uh, spends his time in Manitoba. small locales. Will Ospreay wants on the card the when AEW presents All In from Wembley on August 27th. 29-year-old told Dark Pro Rest Flosion recently that he is hopeful there will be an opportunity for him to perform on the show. He says, I'm a guy that pops in. All the love in the world to all those. It's amazing crew. I hope there's an opportunity. As one of the guys that flies a flag for everywhere I go. To do that would finally make my dad proud. He has been out of action since a shoulder injury caused him to withdraw from the New Japan Cup last month. New Japan recently announced he'll participate in a four-person single elimination tournament to determine Kenny Omega's next challenger for the U.S. title. First match in the tournament will see Archer and Juice Robinson face off at Collision in Philadelphia on Sunday. He will then wrestle Hiroshi Tanahashi at Resurgence in Long Beach on May 21. Winners will wrestle each other in the finals at Dominion. 
Osaka Joe Hall, Sunday, June 4. The winner of that match will challenge Omega on a date that is yet to be determined. I would think that Osprey and Omega for the United States title in Wembley feel that'd be a pretty damn big match myself. Don't know about the rest of you. Well, but I'd advocate about, for it. How about this? You can still advocate for that, but how about advocating that it happens? Oh, I don't know. At Forbidden Door first, because the way those dates start to move along falls right into place. Maybe you could have a match there and then have a third match at Wembley. I don't think anybody would get sick of seeing those two wrestle, especially if Osprey, you know, coming home to the UK, big match with Omega, maybe you never know. So let's see. Now, I here's the thing. I mean, you could absolutely do that, but what I would do is I would announce after he wins a tournament that he will be getting a shot in Wembley, and I'd start selling tickets. And then for Forbidden Door, I would do what New Japan usually does before a big title match, and that is a tag match where it's like Kenny Omega. You can even do a six-man. Kenny Omega and uh, the Elite against Will Ospreay and and whoever. And... Sure, and then away you go. Actually, the, the lead against, uh, go ahead and do uh, Davis and Fletcher. You know, they just won the tag. Sure. And they've been they've been fantastic, and we haven't seen that one yet, have we? Have we seen the Young Bucks and, and Fletcher and Davis? I mean, any, everybody else who Fletcher and Davis has faced, it's been a really good match, no matter who their competition is. So I'm all for that. All right, what else do we have here? A lot. By the way, I guess... Uh, and after the break, we'll talk about all these shows. Logan Paul, officially back under contract with WWE. He has signed a new deal after his contract expired at the end of WrestleMania 39. ESPN notes his new contract is a multi-year deal. This follows his last multi-year deal, which lasted a year. You know, I made a joke with Dave about this. He didn't fall for it. I said, maybe the multi-year deal was 2021 and 2022. One year. The rest of 2021 and then half of 2022. That's multi-year. That's 2021 and 2022. He said, no, it'd be one year. So I don't know. But he claims this is a multi-year deal. And Triple H says, yeah, he's great. So anyway, Logan Paul's re-signed, everybody. Many more matches to come with that guy. All right, well, let's talk a little bit, bit about this uh, Sakura Genesis show. It's so funny. The way we're just limping into this Monday. I'm not limping into the Monday. I'm oh, on yeah, fire, yeah, brother. this is a big Easter hangover going on right now. No, no, I watched a lot of great stuff, except now I can't find my uh, Sakura Genesis notes. Why, mm-hmm. why is that? See, because it's Monday. And I think it's because I did a poor copy and paste. Yeah. Oh, you know what it was? It hadn't fully loaded when I did the copy thing. Because I wrote so many words. All right, Square Genesis has all the title matches. And uh, Mercedes beat Azumi and Azuki, which I thought was good. And uh don't want to talk too much about it because you know how it goes, Mike. You mm. know how it goes. Though yeah. There's going to be people out of the woodwork. I know, I know. Yeah. But uh, I will say that uh, Azumi and Hazuki look great. And Mercedes, she did a good job hanging in there with them and, like, doing all the spots and everything like that. But uh, there was a a uh, sizable gap, I felt, between the uh, 
stardom women in Mercedes. But they they got through it there. Then we had uh, a great match. A great match. Like, from this point forward, all of these matches were great. But, dude, they were, I know the tag match is probably, like, you know, objectively the subjective best match. But I thought Zack Sabre Jr. and Shota Umino was so great. Because it's such a simple story. Shota Umino wants his TV title. He's beaten Zack, but he has not won the title. And they go in there, and he's just he's getting closer, and he's getting closer, and he keeps teasing this Death Rider, and Zack keeps avoiding the Death Rider. And finally, he hits his big Tornado DDT. He goes for the Death Rider. Zack kicks out. Shota then goes for a cradle DDT, tries a Death Rider again. Zack reverses into a cradle, pins him clean. Place is just like, ah! But you know what's funny about this match? What's that? Well, I saw this match, and I also saw Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes, okay? And in both of these matches, the person the fans wanted to see win didn't, okay? So... In this match, Shota's getting, he's getting closer and closer, and then he gets cradled, and people are like, ah! Dang it, he'll get him next time. But the Cody-Roman match, Cody's getting closer and closer, hits two of the uh, the gimmicks, up comes Solo, necks him, Roman spears him, and the reaction was, ah! Like, What? And they just got out of there afterwards. They were angry. Totally, totally different reactions from the crowd. Won't be the only time you'll be able to draw a parallel from that show to a a match uh, taking place on Sakura Genesis. Well, what else do we have on the show? The tag match, which was great. Asi Open beat Goto and Yoshihashi for the tag titles. When Fletcher did a moonsault, busted open his head, then he fights his way back into the ring, and all of a sudden, I mean, I think they were going to chant for Aussie Open anyway, but man, they were, this Japanese crowd, loudly, repeatedly chanting for Aussie Open to win the match, which they finally did with the Coriolis, they won the titles. This match was awesome. Hiromu and Robbie Eagles, this match was awesome. 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 Man, Robbie Eagles took 90, 95% of this match. Just destroyed this poor guy. And and he put him in the Ron Miller special at the end, and it was like, it's over, dude. It, 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 no can escape, as they say in jiu-jitsu. But somehow, somehow, Hiromu got to the ropes. Eagles tried again. Hiromu rolled through. Time bomb pinned him. Holy smokes. Let's see they could have... Good. They could have put this title on Rob Eagles here, and this these fans would have had no problem with it. I would have like, had no problem with it. I love Rob Eagles. Let's see what they have for the best of the Super Juniors here coming up as far as competition for Hiromu. But, man, I like Rob Eagles a lot. Then we had Okada Sonata for the uh, IWGP title, and uh, it was a great match. Okada's great. Sonata, I mean, athletically he was great. I will say that, you know, the, the criticism of Sonata has always been he just doesn't have the charisma of these tippy-top guys. And here he was in this title match. He's going to win the title. And, like, he did a great job, but it was the same story. Oh, come there on! Was not that, there was not that, oh, my God! No, Look at this Sonata! He's finally... 
I mean, he won the title. It was great and all, but... It's not about the charisma. It's about the projection, and he was projecting. He did a good job. You should be ashamed we'll talk, of yourself. We'll talk to you about this after the break, Observer Live. He's kind, and he's funny, and he's also mustachioed. He solves all your problems by the end of every episode. TV Dad. Everyone loves TV Dad. to your TV dad. Switch to Progressive and you could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network, and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Bros, come on now. What? Listen, I am not saying... I am not saying that Sonata is bereft of charisma. I'm what not saying, saying he's chari- What I said was he does not have the charisma of the tippy-top guys. Now, 
if you want to argue this with me, let's play a game. Wait, wait, wait right? time out. Hold on, no, I, hold on. I want to argue this Let's with play you. the game. What? Let's play the game. I will name a top star that I have seen at a Japanese wrestling main event of late, and I want you to tell me if that person or Sonata, who has more charisma, Sonata or that person, okay? Okay. Here we go. Yes. Tetsuya Naito. Naito. Okay. Keiji Muto. Oh, oh, get out of here. Get out of here. Keiji Muto. Let me do some more. Chono. Chono? Chono on commentary. Chono on commentary. Chono doing nothing, just sitting there in a chair wearing Eritrus stuff, looking like Chono. Of course it's Chono. Why are you doing this? You know this isn't fair. So of course it's fair. Maki Ito. Huh? That's what I thought. Who else do you want me to go with? Okada? Yeah? Hiroshi Tanahashi. Filthy Tom Lawler. You want me to make people mad? Great Okan. Huh? Yeah. Look. So anyway. Look, everything that you're saying has nothing to do with Sonata being a worthwhile and erstwhile IWGP World Heavyweight I champion. advocated for him to win the title. And he has. And here's the thing. He was projecting a lot more than he does in some of his other matches. With that said, regardless of what you think of him or what anybody else thinks of him, he's a lot more over, and his charisma is a lot more accepted by the fans over in Japan. We shall see over the span of the next couple of months here, whether he's able to actually take the ball, run with it, do what Okada did with it and elevate it, do what Tanahashi did with it and elevate it. We'll see what he does. If he fails, it's very easy to take it off of him and slide him into something else. But you making comparisons to some of the biggest, most charismatic superstars in all of wrestling, why not just say Dusty Rhodes in Sonata, Ric Flair in Sonata? My God, you should be ashamed. Well, I mean, of he is the argument. IWGP heavyweight champion right now. That's what he is right now. Yeah, he needs you were to. Champion he of to, Derby City. My God, you weren't the most charismatic man there. I was you? not the champion of Derby City. Are you kidding me? Hey, well, in all of Texarkana, you were not the most entertaining man, even when you had the title. That would have been Larry Sweeney. But you know what? They put it on your sorry butt anyway. Oh, yeah? Is that right? I didn't have the charisma of Larry Sweeney? Huh? No. No, you I didn't, did but not. that's beside the point. Am I the IWGP heavyweight champion? Nah, I didn't think so. Yeah, what else do we have this champion weekend? now because you ran to the back to go take a pee, and you didn't listen to anybody when they told you the titles were on the line. Would you prefer I peed in the ring, Mike? Because I don't think anybody would want to see that. Well, yeah. Didn't we learn anything from that XPW show? You certainly crapped the bed, proverbially. Now... Is that a word? Let's talk about uh, talk about Rampage and Battle of the Belts. There's some good matches on these two shows. And honestly, I think the best match of the night involved somebody that I heard a lot of criticism about when he joined up with Powerhouse Hobbs, QT Marshall. Oh, my God. Huh? Here we go. Dude, you tell me QT and Powerhouse Hobbs versus the Lucha Bros was not an awesome match? That match was awesome. 
you're tell I, I I've watched QT Marshall for a lot of years. QT Marshall was actually the first person Avery ever heckled, ever. They ran wow. the future of the they ran the future of honor show out and people were chanting QT sucks. So Avery's little at the time. He went along, QT sucks, and QT's looking at him and then looking at me saying, like, you know, what kind of father are you? Then the next day at work, Avery actually sent me a text from Jessica's phone that said, Remember, Daddy, QT sucks. That's how good of a time he had at the show. So thank you, Briscoe. You know what's funny? Future of honor. You know yes. what's funny is people people like to argue with me so much. That as I read these texts right here, QT is great at getting heat. QTV forever. Hold on. QT rocks. QT is greater than Hobbs. Whoa, More... that's the problem. That's the problem. Q- they shouldn't QT. even be on equal footing. They shouldn't QT be on is greater than Roman, up. this no. person says. Oh, come I on. I like the QT vignette. So now, oh. here's my question. Here's yeah. my question. What? QT Marshall or Sonata, everybody? Huh? Sonata, will you stop it? Oh, QT now I see how everyone. QT against yeah. Taka. Now that's more let's competition. Just, let's just Taka and Sonata. The line is they lost that damn match, Brian and Powerhouse Hobbs. Look, if they have a great long term plan, fine. But I saw <laughs> actually, this dude. With actually, the everyone's book of voting. Hobbs. Everyone's voting this... QT over Sonata. Oh Jesus! Because a bunch of trolls on a Monday. He had the book of Hobbs. He didn't need QT. So then they put him with QT, this badass who's talking about getting shot at, all of these struggles in his life. Then all of a sudden he's sitting there in a Harvey Levin type of TMZ situation with a bunch of goobers talking about he used a man's credit card to go buy himself a truck. Come on with this nonsense. The bottom line is those two lost, and powerhouse Hobbs shouldn't be a part of no losing on TV. Oh, get out of here. I thought this match was great. Stop it. Match was good. What else was great? You know what else was great? Uh, I wouldn't call it great, but was... Actually, you know what? If if you're on the Jade Cargill scale, this was great. Jade Cargill (laughs) and Billy Starks. Like, dude, this... As a match... Better than it had any right to be. As a match, what would you say? Uh, Two and three quarter stars, maybe? Maybe three? But if you look at the career of Jade Cargill... I mean, this was in the very tippy-top tier of matches she has had. She sold a ton for Billy Starks. She did beat her, but then afterwards, Taya ran down. Taya goes for her move, and Jade Cargill skedaddled. She got out of Dodge. So, as far as, like, from the beginning of the match to the end of the match and the post-match where she sold for her next opponent, this may have been the best Jade Cargill segment I ever saw. I agree 100%. Right down to her scattering out of the ring and, you know, Jim Ross saying she was smart for doing it. I I think you're absolutely right. And at some point, Billy Starks is going to be all elite, too. At some point down the line, for sure. We had Drillistico and Orange Cassidy for the AW International title. Thought this was a, a very good match. And the story is that Orange Cassidy hurt his punching hand last week. He hit the punch again this week, and now the hand's in even worse shape. And then he gets challenged by Buddy Matthews, which presumably is going to take place on either Dynamite or Rampage, coming up here very soon. And uh, they're teasing that, man, now another champion being worn down. Is he going to retain, or is he not? At this point in your life, if you hurt your punch in hand, you'd be pretty lonely for quite some time. 
I'm very interested to see if Orange Cassidy holds on to that title because he is now replacing Eddie Kingston at the Collision Show in Philadelphia. And if he goes and he wins this match against Buddy, then he'll actually have to put that title up on the line against Carl Fredericks. So I'm all for that. Carl Fredericks? I mean, not Carl Fredericks. Who the hell is he facing? Damn it, now I can't remember. Let me guess. It's Monday. Well, maybe it's Sonata. Carl Fredericks or Sonata? Sonata. All right, you win that one. All right, then we had Hook and Ethan Page. Anything goes match, which they got like 12 minutes, and it was good. It's probably the best Hook match I've ever seen as well. Gabriel and kid, sorry. <laughs> brawled all over the place. and Not a hell of it. Look at you. Fought all over. Tables, chairs, crowd super into Hook. Hits the red rum, gets a submission. And they had a table in the corner, and they, they didn't break it. So you were thinking, can't be over yet, but it was. And then he gave him the exploder through the table for good measure, which I like that uh, psychology, teaching the fans, you know what, a match can end before you break all those tables. That's what we learned here. Darby Allen and Lee Moriarty. Darby Allen got hit by a car. They just tell us this. And... Like, was this news before they announced this on television? Can anybody help me with this? Because I was gone all day Friday. Was this, like... Well, that's... Did anybody... That's, that's, that's like, Friday did anybody, for Darby Allen. You should be well, used did, to this, you know? Did anybody hear about this before they announced it on television? No, I did not, know. Okay. All right. Because I, I... they It was so nonchalant the way they announced it. Like, you know, he got hit by a car this afternoon. Now he's wrestling. I guess it was a previous afternoon. Woke up this morning, you know, fell out of a window. Now he's here. But apparently he was, like, skateboarding in a tunnel or something, and a fast car, like, smashed him. And then he, like, he came back and wrestled the next night. And then took a brutal uh, flying, spitting F5 by Brian Cage on the ramp. Looked like he landed right on his head. And so the embassy and mogul affiliates have merged Prince Nana is out there. They need to do more with that Prince Nana. Now's a great time. Get something going with Swerve, too, while you're at it. Perfect combination. Let him go. Forget all the other nonsense. Forget Trench and all this other, you know. And forget about what Dave was saying about, well, we need to have Keith Lee. And no, we don't. Let it go. Something new. Let's go with Swerve. Let's go. You know, the funny thing about uh, AEW... Actually, there's a lot of funny things about AEW and WWE. And WWE, for a long time, they didn't even want managers. And when they actually had a manager like Paul Heyman, they don't call him a manager. He's an advocate. Or he's the wise man. Like, they didn't want managers. AEW, it's like they have all of these managers. But, like, the idea behind a manager is, like, they do all the talking. And, and granted, Swerve can talk and everything like that. But what is the point of Prince Nana being there and not talking? And it's not just him. It's like they have a lot of managers. Like Vicky Guerrero was there for a while. And what, did she do two promos, maybe? I mean, they have a lot of managers that don't actually apparently do any managing. I want Prince Nana promos. Or I want him to sing We're in the Money Again. Because that was the highlight of his AEW career so far. I'm all for it. Can we get Mo Green back out from OVW2 while we're at it? Hey, may as well. There's a lot of, awesome. there's a lot of great managers out there that are... They're underutilized. And then Julia Hart and Anna Jay, which uh, was not a particularly good match, was the main event. I was surprised they put it in the main event position, especially because, like, 
You know, you could go, well, you know, they've been kind of feuding and doing angles. Well, so Hook and Ethan Page. Trying to keep thirsty men late. That's what they were doing. Plus, it's uh, it's an anything-goes match where you could have mm-hmm. ended with that and then went right into the second show. But, you know, they uh, they opted not to do that. and uh, You know why. And uh, Julia sprayed mist and won with a cradle. And then that led directly into the Battle of the Belts show. So... That was that. And then a uh, quick note on SmackDown. Really, the most important thing on the show was just the main event angle where Sammy was going to wrestle Jey Uso. And, uh, you know, Paul Heyman essentially told Solo, either Jey beats Sammy tonight and takes care of the Sammy problem, or we take care of our problem. Teasing they're going to kill Jey Uso. So Jey wins after uh, Solo hit the thumb to the throat. And then Solo goes to thumb Sammy, and Jey stops him. And he says, that's enough. And so the fans think, oh, man, he's going to see the light. But instead, he super kicks Sammy, tells Solo to get a chair. They go to kill the guy, but Riddle runs down to make the save. So uh, I think if the uh, if the chat here is correct, it's Sammy and Solo tonight in a tag match coming up on Friday would be my guess. But anyway, back in a moment with more here on a Monday, Observer Live. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. 
Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VBL, so WrestlingObserver.com. So this funny fella here works in ticketing, and he got this email, the Ticketmaster Client Newsletter, and they highlight recent successes and announce new features, etc. And they got a blurb about the success of WrestleMania at SoFi, including using the gimmick attendance number. It says here, SoFi Stadium and WWE host most successful WrestleMania of all time. WWE arrived in L.A. this weekend at WrestleMania 39, took place at SoFi Stadium in Hollywood Park. The two-night sold-out performance set a new live attendance record for the stadium, welcoming 161,892 fans to the event, with, it adds, 100% of fans utilizing mobile for entry. <laughs> then it has all these other... All these other records, viewership, gate, sponsorship, merchandise, social media, the most successful WrestleMania ever. I like how they go. They're celebrating 100% of fans utilize mobile for entry, which is funny for two reasons. Number one, well, of course you had to use mobile. They wouldn't let you in otherwise. That's like saying, that's like if NASA sent out a press release and said, 100% of astronauts used a rocket to get to the moon this year. It's like, no Oh, no, shoot. Are they going to drive? They and then the other tang. funny thing. <laughs> yes. The other funny thing, Dom, is that uh, it's tr- it's not true. Because I also got into WrestleMania, and I merely went up to that, that ticket counter, and I gave them my name, and they let me in. I did not utilize mobile for entry, Ticketmaster. So I demand you change what you have written here in this newsletter and make sure you get out all the facts next time. And after all this talk in the last couple hours, i got to take a break. I may need to take a couple-day break. But thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners over the studio, we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.